This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. of Joy 94.9 with Sonia the Squeamer and Clay Talks. Follow me. There's something I need to show you. But you have to promise not to run away. There's a new world coming. Would you mind tying that rope around my waist? And it's just around the bend. Promise to hold on tight. There's a new world coming. Wait, what's happening? This one's coming to an end. Can't meet the others. There's a brand new morning. Jake, right on time. Miss Peregrine, delighted to meet you. He's invisible. Of course. We're what's known in common parlance as peculiar. It's a recessive gene carrying down through families. Air, it's my peculiarity. Because our abilities don't fit in the outside world. We live in places like this. To keep us safe, we create a time loop. A loop preserves the last 24 hours. Reset the loop and you can stay here forever. I knew you were one of us when you were born. It's time for you to learn what you can do. I'm just ordinary. No, you're not. You were born to protect us. From what? We call them hollows. For centuries, they've hunted us for our powers. I assure you, we are coming. There's a new world coming. And it's just around the world. There's a new world coming. You have the chance to do something that changes everything. Promise me one thing, Jake. That you will look after them all. I promise. This is Clay Talks for Sci-Fi and Scream Undead, looking at Miss Peregrine's home for peculiar children. Warning, this review contains minor spoilers. Tim Burton brings us the world of best-selling author Ransom Riggs' Miss Peregrine's home for peculiar children. After the death of his grandfather, young Jacob undergoes heavy counselling to deal with what he saw, the monster of his grandfather's bedtime story standing over the body. Convinced that this was just a traumatic hallucination, he is nonetheless certain that he must visit the children's home his grandfather was raised in. Finding a building blown apart by a bomb 50 years ago, Jacob is confused and further convinced of his madness. Upon a second visit, he finds his grandfather's friends, not a day older than the photos he shared of them, still children. These children have special abilities and refer to themselves as peculiars. Emma can control air, 
Olive Fire, Bromwyn has the strength of 10, Fiona can grow flora at rapid rates, Enoch can bring life to the lifeless, Millard is invisible when naked, and Horace has prophetic dreams. But it is meeting Miss Peregrine, the caretaker of this peculiar bunch, who has the power of time and can become a bird, that really starts Jacob's adventures. Tim Burton calms his usual otherworldly feel to present a fun and adventurous film, which looks great, but without a Tim Burton feel to it. Eva Green's Miss Peregrine is fun and a good take on the character. The young Asa Butterfield plays Jacob very well and allows you to feel compassion for his character, who is in a very difficult position. The peculiar children have a lot of fun with their roles as well. I was disappointed with Samuel L. Jackson's Baron character, which I think is much more about the writing for the character rather than the acting. They tried for a villain with a sense of humour, but they never quite pulled it off. What we really need to talk about is the relationship to the books. I recently finished all three of the novels, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, Hollow City, and The Library of Souls. The three books have a complex mythology with a lot of scope and reworking of history. Burton has borrowed the larger brushstrokes of the novel but has changed many of the details, the biggest difference being the powers of Emma the main female protagonist being swapped with Olive's. Emma can control fire in the novels and Olive can float, but has no other control of air. In addition, Miss Peregrine has moved from an older woman to the quite young Eva Green. The storyline, and in particular the ending, takes a big hit. The trouble is, I can't see the purpose of these changes, and I think the only outcome is that Burton is disrespectful of the source material. The one change I think worked really well is making Bronwyn to be quite young, where she is the late teen mother figure in the books. A young person with all the strength is very visually fun. I think anyone who has not read the books will enjoy the film no problem, but but any fan of the books is going to be left disappointed, which I was to a certain degree. But I had enough fun, and it is one of the better Tim Burton films to come out in a few years. I'm going to give this 7 out of 10. Let us know what you thought of the film through the Sci-Fi and Scream Facebook page. that everything had already been discovered. Not everything, Jake. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.